0: Patriots,
1: Patriots. assemble! Assemble. We
2: don't don't mess mess around. around. We don't don't waste waste time. 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 Over Over here here at His Hard hard Line.
3: line. Let's go! Let's go!
4: from Washington DC and giving it back to you the The, the people
2: Show, let's get started.
0: <laughs>
3: Greetings and good day to all of you, ladies and gentlemen, out there. I am Jason, your co host, and hopefully, this sounds better than when I tried getting on the air earlier. Okay, that's great. I am your co host with our sovereign Lord and Savior Christ Jesus at our side because he is the host with the most and the most high. He is in charge. He is in the captain's chair at the helmet behind the wheel. Therefore, he's steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So, welcome to his hard line. Today is Wednesday, July 26, 2023, and you are listening to episode 584 Lies, Lies, and More Lies. And we will be doing a reading out of Psalm 55. But first, We have our disclaimer. Now, I want to clarify that I am not a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or bar lawyer, and I do not possess any titles and ability or offer any legal advice. I do not have a political degree or have had any involvement with any three-letter unconstitutional, I can't even talk right now, any unconstitutional three-letter corrupt agencies like the CIA or FBI or DOJ. And while I am a member, yes, I am a member, I don't care what you've heard, of the Michigan General Journal Assembly and advocate for your participation in your local General General Assemblies. I am not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assemblies. And I also want to emphasize that I have no affiliation with other groups who try to mimic the lawful assembly, such as the American States Assembly, National Liberty, Life Force, Beacon 37, RUSA, and those scumbags over there, at Tactical Civics, or any other organizations outside the Michigan model. And more importantly, I have never participated in any fraudulent status correcting associated with AVR Bobby Lawrence or David Strait and Company. And furthermore, I do not endorse or advocate for violence. Please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed on this show are solely of my own unless expressed otherwise. So welcome to His Hardline, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so first off, I just want to start off with something a little funny, something from the good old days, from an old show I used to watch. Some of you might have hated it. Some of you might like it. If you've tried playing a version of this show in modern day, um, like take this show and modernize it and put it out there in TV today, i'm pretty certain they would get canceled before the theme song was even over what am i talking about i'm talking about all in the family i'm sure a lot of you guys people out there are familiar with the old show all in the family right with good old archie bunker and the meathead and edith right and little girl right oh my gosh what a classic what a freaking classic I don't know what got me on this idea but you know what i thought it would be a good idea to play just a little skit of archie just going insane over the energy crisis so let's just get a let's have a little a little laugh for a moment uh to start off this show with a little archie bunker going on his you know typical rants in his archie bunker kind of way about the energy crisis
4: tell you something i am so sick of washington and all its works and all them politicians down there and them congressmen and the congressmen. boy i'll bet you won't find none of them congressmen turning down their electric blankets tonight because if they did their secretaries would get up and go home <laughs> oh readers the democrats is doing the whole the democrats, and you put them in there <laughs> That's the face you had on you when you come back in the polls. Well, the Democrats' way of running this country is to go tell us all how we ought to make sacrifices. God, they great on that stuff. But they're all going to have us over the hill to the poorhouse. We ain't going to be able to drive over there because we ain't got no gas, so we're going to have to walk it. Oh,
5: the Reader's Digest says walking is very good for you. <laughs>
4: Oh, ain't that lovely? The Beatles Digest can always put a little joy into poverty. <laughs> Listen, my whole painting my whole pain is this whole thing with the energy and everything. This is all a conspiracy, you know. You know that it's a conspiracy, there. Listen, for years, all our lives, they've been telling us to go out and buy stuff that uses energy. You know, all the electrical stuff. Like electric toasters, electric ovens, electric stoves. Electric like stereo, electric like TV, electric like race, electric like hair blower, electric knives, electric every damn thing. Not to mention the cars. And now, after all the big corporations there make the billions and billions of dollars worth of profits, signals, wham, they're changed. And after telling us for years that we can't live without this junk, now they tell us that we gotta live without it. The country is going straight into the dumper. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You got to get, you got to hand it to Archie Bunker. Oh, man, you got to hand it to Archie Bunker. I mean, it's funny just how to see, you know, just to see how the same issues are reverberating. Granted, yes, this is a TV show, but granted, it was a TV show that actually reflected a lot of what was going on in the times of that era. But it's funny to see some of the same issues are reverberating into today with, you know, the whole. Biden administration, and I say that in quotes, by the way. But you know, they want to get rid of gas, everything, and they want to bring everything to electric. You want to have electric cars, and forget about your combustible gas-powered vehicles. Like, oh no, 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 no. We don't want any of that. I tell you what. I tell you what. So, um, I I got another one. I'm going to play something funny, but I think we're going to save that one for the end. But, um, you know, in Psalm 55 that we're going to be reading, um, we will be reading how the psalmist seeks God's help in the face of enemies and wickedness. Definitely something that we can resonate today because it, what, it's, what, what that's going to express or what that's going to you know, uh, display is they express their distress and desire to escape from trouble. And the psalmist in this reading laments the betrayal of someone close to them. Yeah, I think we can all relate to that. The betrayal of someone close to them and mentioning that their past friends, you know, and, and mentions actually their past friendship. And so they pray to God, you know, for God's judgment on the wicked and and they put their trust in God's protection, believing that the deceitful and violent will be brought down while they themselves will find peace and trust in the Lord. But before we get into that reading, let's go over a couple more things. Uh, Trump did put something out there on his uh, True Social, which I found very interesting. It says, unprecedented fraud requires unprecedented cure. That's right. Unprecedented fraud requires unprecedented cure. Now, what could he be meaning by that? Now, some people might say, oh, Jason, he might be talking about the 2020 election, or he might be talking about Biden and the administration, right? The fake administration, the fake nothingness that they call the presidential administration by the bumbling uh, senior citizen geriatric who can't even string two sentences together and pretty much craps himself, I'm sure, on an every hour basis. But let's not forget, we also have very unprecedented fraud within certain assemblies. And yes, they need to be rooted out, and they need to be gutted out, and they need to be burned off. Yes, unprecedented fraud requires unprecedented cures. Like I said, it seems very fitting for what we are experiencing with certain states and the act of coup that is taking place that they won't be successful in, by the way. Just keep in mind, they will not be successful. See, folks, you ever wonder why... I don't have certain people on this platform anymore. Like I used to think about who used to be on here all the time and think about who is on here every Friday and their little lackey, someone who I like to call the reiterator. Yeah. In fact, it's not just me. Other people call her that too, but just think about it. We don't have these people on for a reason. Okay why because what we're dealing with here with this coup and the other lackeys we're dealing with serious liars on levels to which most people can't even famine fathom they lie about everything and if they are telling the truth they're going to be half truths because again if you're going to be you know if you're going to be tricked to following these people and believing that they are good people, yeah, they got to tell you some sorts of truths. But then with that 90% truth comes the 10% lies. That's how they operate. Now, this was a post I saw on Telegram. I, um, I think it's at the bottom of this post, but I, I find it very rather interesting and I'm going to share it. As far as the de facto government goes and the media, they lied to us about Russia collusion, the Ukraine war. The Ukraine biolabs, they lied about the COVID-19 pandemic, the lockdowns, the useless fake mask, you know, face masks, vaccines, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. They lied about the Twitter censorship. They lied about the fake dos you know, steel dossier. The 2020 selection. I mean election. The 2022 midterms. Oh yeah, they also lied about Hunter Biden's laptop and Hillary's email and the FBI and CIA spying on your social media. Yeah, they lied, they lied about that. They lied about Fast and Furious, election interference, 9/11, Pizzagate, child sex trafficking, Epstein sex traff—you know, um, his Epstein sex island. Yes, they lied about the Patriot Act, global war on terror, the southern border, January 6th. You know they lied about that. Vietnam, Watergate, JFK, RFK, MLK Jr., Benghazi, Afghanistan, the war on drugs, HIV and AIDS, cancer, climate change—you name it. The Green New Deal. They lied to us about our own food, water, and cleaning products and what was good and what was not good. I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, you remember that, margarine? Don't eat that crap. Yeah, they lied about that too. They lied about the Green New Deal. They lied about I already said that, but the Federal Reserve. They lied to you about the Washington Act of 1871, which is also the Reconstruction Act of 1871, where Congress basically cut a deal with the foreign powers and international bankers, and they took money making that 10 square miles of D.C. sovereign and changed us from a republic for the United States of America to the United States Corporation, where we were all considered citizens uh, with privileges instead of rights given by God. Yeah, they lied to us about the mass shootings, the Great Reset, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, they lied to us about Anthony Weiner's laptop, WikiLeaks and Julian Assange, Waco, Texas, Ruby Ridge, Nashville, Las Vegas shooting, Hollywood. Yes, the Oklahoma City bombing, Andrew Breitbart's death, gold. They lied to us about Big Mike, Obama's kids, Margaret Sanger, Joan Rivers' death, Haiti, Hunter's cocaine addiction. They lied to us about investing on Wall Street, Chinese spying balloons, 15 minute cities, feminism. They lied to us about Antarctica, Freemasons, Operation Mockingbird, MKUltra, Chemtrails, and so much more. Earth, Roswell, NASA, outer space, moon, landing, you name it. They've lied about all of this. Yeah, Oscar says every war all the way back to Napoleon. They are master manipulators, he says. Been dealing with them my whole life, he's been saying. They are master manipulators. This was from Benjamin Fulford, J telegram page that was benjamin fullford j so if you want to subscribe to that channel check it out that's where i grabbed this post now before we get any further let's get into the reading uh psalm 55 the new king james version this one's a little longer than the last few this is actually 23 verses wow we actually have something that's past 10 verses give ear to my prayer O god and do not hide yourself from my supplication Attend to me and hear me. I am restless in my complaint and moan noisily because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they bring down trouble upon me, and in wrath they hate me. My heart is severely pained within me, and the terrors of death have befallen me. uh, Fearfulness and trembling have come upon me, and horror has overwhelmed me. So I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove, that I would fly away and be at rest. Indeed, I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. Salah, I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around it on its walls. Iniquity and trouble are also in the midst of it, and destruction is in its midst. Oppression and deceit do not depart from its streets, for it is not the enemy who reproaches me. Then I could bear it. Then I could hide from it, but it was you, a man, my equal, my companion and my acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of God in the throng. Let death seize them. Let them go down alive into hell for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. As for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me evening and morning. And at noon, I will pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many against me. God will hear and afflict them, even he who abides from of old, because they do not change, therefore they do not fear God. He has put forth his hands against those who were at peace with him. He has broken his covenant. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil yet they were drawn swords cast your burden on the lord and he shall sustain you he shall never permit the righteous to be moved but you o god shall bring them down to the pit of destruction bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live out half their days but i will trust in you and that is the reading of psalm 55 verses 1 through 23. so so with this psalm, we're going to kind of get into a little bit of, a, of a, a kind of dig into this heartfelt, you know, these heartfelt words that we just read in Psalm 55. Very powerful, which was written by King David, by the way. And the psalm, I would say, resonates very deeply with us as life can be filled with so much turmoil turmoil. I can't even say words today. I forgive me. I'm telling you what I'm tongue tied to it today, but we have lives that are filled with turmoil, betrayal, and distress. But yet in the midst of all these challenges, the Psalmist unwavering trust in God offers us a guiding light to find peace. So, you know, as we reflect on Psalm 55, let's also consider how its wisdom can help us navigate modern challenges such as dealing with a corrupt government, infiltrators within the assembly, inflation, and disinformation campaigns by the media. I mean, it's, we're getting hit by all sides, but you know what? Got to keep that faith and trust in God. See, the first thing we need to do is acknowledge our troubles, right? Because in the opening verses of Psalm 55, the psalmist, candid cry for help teaches us the importance of acknowledging our troubles openly just as they poured out their heart before god because we too can find solace by expressing our anxieties and frustrations and fears to him and today we grapple with the complexities of a corrupt government right we we are witnessing dishonest practices and a lack of transparency and full disclosure i mean let's face it the psalmist example That they portrayed here encourages us to bring these concerns before god seeking wisdom and guidance in the midst of such challenges and we have a lot of challenges there is no disputing that now the second thing we need to recognize here is facing enemies and the betrayal because as we delve a little deeper into that psalm we encounter the psalmist distress over enemies and betrayal because in our own lives we experience betrayals from trusted sources, leaving us feeling hurt and betrayed, disappointed. And in a similar manner, our society is facing challenges with this information campaigns that we've been dealing with with the media and now probably a lot of other podcasts out there because it's leading to a lot of division and mistrust. And so the psalmist's response is, you know, that the response by the psalmist reminds us to turn to God in prayer during such times. And when we do that, we will find comfort in his presence as we navigate through the complexities of all this misinformation stuff and this, this war, you know, this informational war that we're in. And then there's, there's trusting in God's justice, because as we read the psalmist trust in God's justice instead of seeking revenge. This is kind of something similar that we read into the, you know, the night before yet last night, because again, not seeking revenge. We also need to hold immense relevant, you know, that holds intense and immense relevance into today, because in a world where we continuously grapple with corruption, and in justices, it's essential for us to remember to trust in God's sovereignty because our efforts, our efforts to bring about positive change should be rooted in seeking God's righteous ways and not vengeance. Emulating the psalmist's trust, we can find peace in knowing that God's justice will prevail. And then the last part of all this, which talks about prayer and persistent seeking, Because throughout this psalm, we witnessed a consistent, you know, the consistent prayers being sent up while King David seeking guidance and comfort. Because today our nation grapples with inflation and economic uncertainties and various social issues. And we're dealing with the act of coup within our assemblies by these scumbags trying to, again, take down and try to take away the power of the people that's ever growing and ever increasing see these challenges calls for a persistent prayer where we seek god's wisdom in making sound decisions both individually and collectively very important and through prayer we can invite god to be part of that journey we just have to ask him right because through god is where we find hope and direction during these uncertain times yeah it can be very easy to be like that's it i'm walking away i don't even know what to do anymore but we can't do that we have to continue to keep having faith in god and i tell you what He does work in miraculous ways. You just have to be patient and just be at peace with that patience. And yes, I am speaking to the choir with myself here because I need to practice that too. I promise you I need to practice it. So as we kind of reflect on this psalm, we find inspiration and solace in the psalmist's unwavering trust in God. And this trust offers us, again, a guiding light as we face our own challenges in modern day America just as the psalmist acknowledged their troubles we too can bring our concerns about a corrupt government inflation and all the other struggles that we're dealing with media disinformation right general w- disinformation campaigns warfare campaigns stuff like this right but we need to remember to embrace the psalmist example of trust and prayer seeking guides, god's guidance and finding peace in all his presence amidst life's complexities very important very important now, I wanna read a post. This was by also the same the same guy that I read the earlier post about they lied about everything, right? Now, this is again from Benjamin Fulford, a corporation versus sovereign. And then we're gonna get into a, um, a little audio piece I'm gonna play here, and then we'll have a little discussion, but listen to this, all right? So the post begins by saying the inner standing of the true meaning of being born as a spiritual sovereign soul as opposed to being incorporated at birth into the evil corporation system of enslavement is the first step to regaining your sovereignty to fund their new world order they incorporated using our birth certificates by which we became debt slaves in their system for a debt they incurred and will never be paid off their plan was to impose the COVID 19 false flag event and then force vaccinate mark of the beast all of us with the goal of reducing the world population to 500 million from 7.4 billion now let me pause here for a second remember the georgia guidestones that got blown up in Elberton, georgia yes this was one of the 10 uh guidelines if you will on their stupid guidestones to reduce the earth's population to 500 million that's a huge reduction continuing on the post here it says their goal of the New World Order is not new. It has been planned for hundreds of years. And I would actually beg to say, st- stepping away from this post for a second, I would beg to say that this uh, plan has been going on, I would say, for several hundreds of years and has been passed down from generation to generation through the 13 bloodline families who answer to their overlords and never to be spoken of, as they knew that if we found out, they would be hunted down and dealt with swiftly. Thus, the Great Awakening. The new, world, the new world that God has always intended for us. Now, we only need to travel back in time 152 years when the Organic Act of 1871 was enacted and then moved forward to the current day. See, this was not the first time that they had executed the reset of humanity here on this realm that we call Earth i encourage you to research everything that i'm providing the act of 1871 was the instrument that they used after the u.s lost the revolutionary war it was at this time that the rothschilds and the global bankers infiltrated countries throughout the world the u.s treasury was financially exhausted due to the war that the global bankers had orchestrated and as they always have the global bankers have started every war funding both sides to control humanity and the global bankers then pulled us into their web of deceit and lies through a loan which allowed them to infiltrate not only the u.s through our governments but worldwide the execution of this plan allowed them to infiltrate banking courts medical educational systems churches worldwide and they gained control of everything the central banks imf federal reserve irs corporations are not our friends folks The act of 1871 was a treasonous act against humanity, and it was passed by the 41st Congress unlawfully against the original U.S. Constitution. This treasonous act enabled the global bankers to take away our sovereignty and dissolve the Republic for America. The global bankers turned our country into the United States of America Corporation and put gold fringe around our great flag to represent their corporation. They infiltrated our legal system, moving us from common law. God's natural law, land, air, water, to corporate maritime law using the English language legalese against the people with statutes, ordinances, policies, and mandates which are not law of the land as created by God, our divine creator. And maritime law is conducted by the Bar Association, which is the British Accreditation Register. And not constitutional law so with all these facts presented this is the great awakening the british crown along with the vatican was or has controlled all of humanity through the strong arm of the united states american corp in all capital letters and we no longer comply that's the end of that post a lot of you guys who have been following this channel for quite some time already know all this but now it's becoming more and more um, in our faces out there. Thankfully, again, this is by Benjamin at Benjamin Fullford J at Benjamin Fullford J, and that's one L in Fulford. All right. Now I want to play something. This is about pff, I think six and a half minutes long. Let's uh, let's listen to this about how everything was a lie. Quite literally, everything what we've been told to by this system
6: is a lie. We've been presented with the education we've been given, the history we've been given, and quite literally everything we've been all of it. And the depths of this lie is quite literally so profound and so all-pervasive that it's almost impossible for most people to even see because it is quite literally so big that it covers virtually every single aspect of our lives, virtually everything we have been told about, everything, is backwards. Now I'm going to cover some topics on the show today that will probably seem very esoteric and right out of left field for people, but it's just stuff that needs to be addressed, it's just stuff that I want to talk about, It's important at the beginning of the discussion to lay the groundwork that is needed to even begin thinking about these things, and that groundwork is the clear understanding that everything we've been told is a lie. All of it. Our history, who we are, where we come from, our religions, our food, our medicine, what this world is, quite literally everything, is a lie. And that's why it's so difficult to ever really discover truth and to wake up the people around us because all of the information that we're even researching, most of it, has been falsified. That is why people are constantly locked into different belief systems, why they continue to argue with each other and why they continue to perpetuate their divide-and-conquer programming. Because in everything that they're looking at and all the information that they've got, they never even factor in the reality that in any investigation into the past, which is invariably where we look to find out what happened and what brought us to this point, most of the information that we glean from old books about historical figures has been doctored, rearranged, and rewritten. And in some cases, it's actually even doubtful that many of these people even actually existed. In many cases, works were attributed to people who didn't do those works. In many cases, discoveries were most likely attributed to people who never made those discoveries. Many events were simply fabricated, and many people simply did not do what we were told they did. And as I said, in the case of many of them, it's doubtful that they ever even existed. Though if they did exist, it very often was not when we were told they existed, And very often the information they presented was doctored to fit the current version of reality. Though very often, no doubt, there were little gems left in there just to keep the people guessing and just to keep the people fighting and arguing and squabbling and looking for the deeper meaning without ever really stepping back and looking at reality as a whole. The thing is, people really do need to understand clearly that this is our starting point. This is what we've got to work with the fact that everything we've been told is a lie and we cannot rely on any of the information that we get from any books anywhere certainly not any books that have been put on the scene since the invention of the printing press anyway perhaps we can find some truth in old books such as the vedas Perhaps the Nakamani Library, if there was a a real interpretation of that that actually existed, which there doesn't appear to be at the moment. Perhaps there are ancient scrolls that exist that do contain the truth, and perhaps the real truth is still hidden somewhere. But most certainly, apart from books such as the Vedas, we most certainly do not have access to anything even closely resembling the truth, in what we are delivered from modern, mainstream, academic, scientific, or educational sources. And that is simply the stark reality of the matter. You know, the true reality is, and has always been, that all we can really rely on 100% is that which we go out and experience in the world for ourselves. And that's a very difficult thing for people to come to terms with. However, if one goes out and travels the world and really looks at things open-mindedly, the evidence that everything we've been told is a lie is everywhere and it speaks for itself. And if you really look at it, one of our biggest problems, one of the things that holds us back more than anything else, comes with our blind acceptance of things. And blind acceptance of what we're given as facts by the academic system, things that we're told and we just take as a matter of course and just take them on as part of our everyday life without ever really investigating them. And we do this on so many levels, it's actually quite profound when you step back and look at it. Everyday things we just take as a given and don't ask questions about. And then many people tend to do this when they're researching as well. They just blindly accept what they find online. They find something that reinforces their belief system and they blindly accept it. And they move on from that point because that's what belief systems do. As soon as you adopt a belief system, you look for stuff that reinforces that belief system and you disregard everything else. You just close yourself off to all possibilities. That's what is so dangerous about adopting belief systems halfway through this journey of life. Because it's a wondrous world, folks, and it's an amazing world, and it is nothing like what we're told it is, and we are nothing like what we are told we are. The question is, what are we? And what is this world? Where do we come from? How do we get here? And where are we going? And the answer to all of these questions is what we're all searching for at the moment, because we've been led so far from our true path. And the biggest danger in trying to find a way out of this mess is in adopting belief systems along the way and closing yourself off to a myriad of possibilities are still out there now for the last month or so, that tell you what
3: that was <clears throat> oh, that was a very profound a very profound video a profound audio somebody asked if i would put the link um to share I'll, i will put it in telegram for sure um but I think about these things often because you know, the very fact of the matter is, is that we have been lied about a lot of things, a whole lot of things. In fact, the guy that I'm training at work right now, he's a new driver. In fact, he was with us actually two years ago, but um, he's new again. Um, Very profound, you know, I I say profound thinker. He's like me, like we think the same way. And he, he, he believes everything is a lie like he knows like he he absolutely knows but then there was something that he was asking uh it was kind of interesting he was like you know i just don't think it, he today actually today he was like you know how, how do you think trump is going to fare in the 2024 election i and i just kind of stopped and i thought about how i wanted to address that question and i said well i honestly i think in public purview i think he's gonna fare just all right he goes well what do you mean in public purview i said well what i mean is first off in the public purview to all the people out there who aren't really awake to you know fully what's going on you got to remember we you know in in the eyes of most people 2020 was never resolved number one but number two, we're dealing with a de facto system. I said, that is the wrong question to be asking. See, we should not be asking and be talking about 2024. I could give two shits less about that. Why? Because it has nothing to do with the people getting back power. And I and I and was so then I started explaining to him what the assembly of people was and what that's all about. And he got intrigued. He's like, I wanna know more about this. See, I, I would start a conversation and i would give him little nuggets of information just to see if he would bite on it and then if his curiosity was there he would ask more about it i mean we spent 12 hours today and every day for the past couple weeks and for one more week going forward so i shared a little bit with him this morning and i'm making a point here with this whole everything is a lie thing because he believes 9 11 is not what it was right he believe he knows covid 19 was much more than what they're trying to tell us like he believes he knows that this crap that's been going on and been perpetrated on you know humanity on mankind he believes that there is definitely a different agenda so he's not stupid he's just he's still waking up right and so later in the middle of the day we got about six seven hours into our shift and he's like so so more about this assembly stuff he goes tell me like what do you do there and then i shared some more with him see how we figure out if somebody is really thinking outside the box and, and, and really trying to understand what's going on. You have to, when you're telling people about these truths, right. And like Rietta actually asked a really good question. She says, my question is how does one find the truth? Well, that's very simple. And I don't mean to sound like a simpleton with my answer, but that's very simple. How does one find the truth? Just crack open your Bible and send your prayers up to God and lift everything up to the Lord, because he will help you discern and help you sift through the nonsense. Discernment through God. How does one find truth? Discernment through God. Asking God for that discernment. It's very simple. And somebody might hear that statement and say, that's not very simple. Yes, it is. All you have to do is open your heart to God if you open your heart to god and you accept jesus christ into your heart it's very easy to discern fact from fiction it's very very easy but how open are you to it see the hard part for people i think is for people to accept that there is something much bigger than themselves out there and yes there is it's called god it's called the power of jesus christ but also something else that a lot of people forget the power that jesus christ told us that we also have just like him
1: just read your gospels so it's very easy to find truth if you're rooted
3: in him I hope that makes sense. Again, I don't want to simplify the process. It's very difficult for average men and women out there because if you were raised not so much in a quote-unquote Christian you know, household, yeah, it could be challenging for the average man or woman out there. Yeah, I get it. But that's not to say that God can't talk to them, right? Mm rietta was asking a question did that man say that at the end of his talk um i don't know let's go back and listen to it again real quick hold on let's go back to the end here we'll go back to uh, we'll go back about a minute let's let's hear hold on
6: thing like what we're told it is and we are nothing like what we are told we are The question is what are we and what is this world where do we come from how do we get here
3: oh yeah i see what you're saying it sounded like the talk wasn't done yeah i think it went further the audio piece that i have is only six minutes and 19 seconds so whatever it is i'm sure there is more i would like to find it i found this somewhere on telegram and i thought it was very interesting i'll post it and maybe we could try to dig and see we could find the whole thing um so i'm not sure exactly uh what he may have said at the end of his talk but It is very interesting because when I think about these things and, and, and again, back to my, my buddy at work, um, who I'm training, he,
1: you could tell that he's awake,
3: but yet he's still kind of like his, his one foot is still stuck on the dock, right? Like he's almost in the boat, but one foot still stuck in the dock holding him there to that to that dock, right? And when I was sharing what I was sharing with him today, he kind of sat there as we as he was driving kind of thinking and contemplating about a lot of things because he had a lot of questions like, well, okay, well if the people are going to be getting in control and like, you know, like what, like what about Biden and you know, the Hunter Biden thing. And I said, look, man, this is all Kabuki theater. Okay. I said, the thing is, is that things are being revealed. I said a lot. And here's the thing that actually got him really thinking. This is what really got him thinking. I said, let me ask you a question. Because I told, I was telling him about how the all 50 governors were rounded up right by the military to let them know what what's going on with the people in assembly. And that if you interfere, that you will be, basically dealt with appropriately right and and my 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 co-worker was like yeah that that didn't seem to really happen it seems like they're still getting involved i'm like yeah but are they i said think about where's where's governor cuomo you know nipple rings cuomo of new york i am andrew cuomo And this is what I tell you. You better listen to me. The COVID mandates will go on for life if I had my way. I said, where's Cuomo? I said, you don't hear squat from him or his brother. Where are they at? I said, where's AOC? Where's Ilhan Omar? Where's, Where's Rashida Tlaib? Where's those loud mouths? Where's Ashton Kutcher? Where is Big Mike? Oh, that's right. Their, their chef drowned in, in their, on their property over the, over the weekend. So they're probably, you know, planning a funeral. Maybe. I don't know. I said, where are these people? Where's Bernie Sanders? Bernie is such a loudmouth too. Where's he at? Where's witless? Where's governor witless at, huh? Where's she at? Haven't seen her in a while. Haven't heard her speak in a while. Good riddance. I said, think about the people you haven't heard of or heard about lately. Where are some of these country stars? Where are some of these hip hop stars? Where are these people? I said, there is a lot of people missing. Do you ever wonder why? And he really sat there and thought about that for a second. He was like, man, he goes, you know you bring up a lot of names that i never thought about and yeah you're right we have i have not heard of them or heard from them in a long time we haven't seen any of them i said exactly why and then I started explaining what was going on since 1861 and what led to the Reconstruction Act. And then I got into Operation Blue Book and Restore America Plan and, you know, the field training manual and General Douglas MacArthur and, and JFK and what was going on with that and the attempted assassination with Ronald Reagan and, and how all this crap kind of ties in with 9-11 and what was supposed to happen with Nassar, you know, going online there. And then the 0809 housing bubble crisis, what happened there to covid I was tying all this stuff in, and he was just sitting there like, Holy crap. It all makes sense. I said, Yes, it does. You know why he knows it makes sense? Because he is open. He is open to finding the truth. Well, how do you find the truth? Well, you got to accept yourself. You got to accept Christ into your heart. And I know he accepts God in Christ, I know that and so i think the truth because he is he has the eyes to see and the ears to hear so the truth is being revealed to him by father not by me look i could tell him all the things in the world i'm not revealing a damn thing to him god is i'm just simply the tool that god is using whether he accepts that information or not or hears it and sees it or not that's on him see i'm of the belief that a man Convinced against his will is still of the
1: same opinion still. I don't
3: want to convince anybody about anything. I'm just simply saying, ask the questions. The who, what, when, where, why, and how. Ask the questions. This is the critical thinking skills that the cabal does not want us to utilize ask the who what when where why and how and how you know how come you know as we're driving in in the truck you know i i look at the world from a different view because i'm not focused on driving you know so i don't have to pay attention to the cars in front of me i can literally look out all windows in my truck because somebody else is driving And I look at the world as it goes by 12 hours a day for the last few, you know, a couple weeks. And I think about these questions. I think about like, why really are we here? Like, I see all these businesses. I see places like Subway, Crumble Cookie, Qdoba, Walmart, malls, car dealerships places that we go and fill up our truck so we can bring that fuel to little gas stations for so people can fill up their cars and then they take those cars that they fill up with gas and they take that those cars they drive themselves to places like a place of employment or a place to shop at walmart or goes to you know get nasty food at olive garden or taco bell or whatever and I think about this complex system that they've built around us, and I wonder to myself, I'm like, you know, it's crazy. Back in the day when I was younger, like when I say younger, teenage years going into my 20s, I remember Taco Bell tasted so awesome. McDonald's was like excellent. I love, I craved Big Macs all the time. Like, Like all that stuff to me tasted like a delicacy to me. But now it's like after eating real food predominantly and learning about what's in our food and learning that the food that we eat is not really even real food for that matter. It's just all processed, chemically induced junk. And if there is real food, it's sprayed heavily with pesticides and, and modified with GMO products and God knows whatever else. If I'm brave enough, and I have been a couple of times just because, you know, every once in a while, you just like, I wonder if this tastes the same the way I thought. And I'll go to Taco Bell and get like a quesadilla and like a couple soft shell tacos. No, thanks. Not a good idea. Obviously. But what I'm saying is this stuff, this stuff, you could taste how synthetic and fake and nasty this is. I mean, the food is even a lie. You could taste the lie, literally, quite literally, you could taste the lie in all these fabricated, quote-unquote, food products from these different restaurants, even places like Olive Garden and, and, and Red Lobster and Applebee's.
1: You could taste the nastiness.
3: So as I look around the world, as we're driving by, I'm looking at this complex system And i'm just wondering myself i'm like why the hell do we work like i know why we work because obviously back in the colonial days pre the industrial you know revolution you know when you actually everybody farmed everybody canned their own food everybody hunted or at least there was designated people in the families that hunted you chopped your own wood for heat You made your own clothes you were a seamstress you were everything you were a homeschooled teacher you were a blacksmith you knew a lot of very valuable traits and qualities and skills in that time you were very well educated i mean shoot the average eighth grader back then 200 years ago was more intelligent and highly educated than that than someone of today that holds a bachelor a master's or a doctorate degree today I'm not kidding. You knew more and had more skills back in that day. Now this system has made us forget those skills. The system of convenience made us reliant on the system. And God forbid that system crumbles. We don't have the skill set to keep ourselves in survivor mode. I mean, I was just telling the guy that I was in training, I said, you know, I'd much rather work the same hours or longer, seven days a week or six days a week, if it meant that I'm just, you know, taking care of my own self, you know, and my family, rather than get up at 2 a.m. and get behind the wheel of a fuel truck. I mean, I'd much rather work on a homestead than working for corporate America hauling fuel across the state of Michigan. For what? I'm feeding the matrix quite literally with fuel and I'm just a little cog I'm just a little spoke in the wheel among many spokes that are around me. So I just, I look around the world and I just, I really, I'm, I'm really amazed because it, the more I observe, the more I realize, you know, none of every, you know, everything that we see here really doesn't matter if you think about it. And when I say doesn't matter, I'm not saying life doesn't matter. Life does matter. But what I'm saying is everything around us really doesn't matter. Now I understand why God or Jesus said, you know, be of the world, not in the, you know, be in the world, but don't be of the world. There's nothing special about being of the world. It's all garbage. It's noisy. It's distractive. Quite frankly, it's just,
1: quite frankly, it's just, it's annoying.
3: So anyway, yeah, just very, very, a lot of questions. You always got to ask questions. Be a critical thinker, okay? Don't take shit from anybody. Don't be fooled so easily. Don't be so easily fooled. I was easily fooled by a couple people that I easily trusted. No more. And so your awareness level of the BS has to be up. If we're going to be a self-governed body politic of people in charge of this great land we call America, we cannot be so easily gullible and so easy to believe just any Tom, Dick, and Harry out there. You have to self-educate. You can't be gullible. You have to be street smart. You have to be educated. You know, you I mean, there's so much you have to be. But it's not hard. It's just a daily practice of what we have to do. Like Oscar says, the grass withers, the flower the flower fades, but the word of God stands forever. Isaiah forty eight, New King James Version. Yes.
1: Rietta was saying vetting is a must. Yes, big must.
3: Apparently, the reprobates think uh the the reprobates in 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 my state think that I'm uh, uh among a few other people. They think I am a uh, they want to, what's the word? Oh, they think I'm suspended because they they think just because they could send an email to me. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, man, they can't even do the process right. And the very thing that they're doing is the very, you know, the very thing they're doing is the very thing that, you know, they're I, I can't even get into it anymore. These people, man, these freaking people, they're so dumb. They're so dumb. I mean, really, these people are idiots. And I hope they listen to this show i hope somebody's listening to this show that so there's there's a little little <laughs> i hope there's somebody that actually listens to this on a regular basis like that's their job go listen to the his hardline show and see if he says anything about us or see see what he says and bring it back to us give us a report Hi, aye, aye captain stinky i mean i hope what i'm saying gets back to these people because these people really are morons they got nothing to stand on so they can continue to have fun playing house and and try to participate in this coup. But again, make no mistake, you better watch out. For those of you in other states that are in assemblies, do not get involved with the wrong people. Again, go to national-assembly.net, www.national-assembly.net. Go read those updates, understand and recognize those names, like Joe Belton, recognize those names, get familiar with them. Because if you get emails from them, and there's going to be other names, but right now we can't put other names up there until the proper processes play out. Okay, it's called evidence. We can't just throw up names for the sake of throwing up names. Yes, we know there's a lot more people than what's listed on that website's front page. There is a lot more people that are culpable in the crimes that they're committing against the Republic of the United States. However, there is a thing called rule of law, and the process has to play out. So we're not going to just throw names out there willy-nilly because that would be, you know, a court of public opinion. Okay, not lawful court. All right, and we don't operate in a court of public opinion. And and Missouri and and Oscar says Missouri prays for Michigan. Thank you for that, Missouri, and I know other states do too. I know Kentucky does, I know California does, and we appreciate it. We need it absolutely. We sure do need it. I know other states do, but you know what? We will win, and we will be triumphant. God's people will not be stomped down, and these reprobates. They will, see the, they will see justice. They will see justice in very short order. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how that gets administered. I just know that there's a process that's playing out actively, and God is working miraculously. All glory to God. Again, it goes back to the reading of Psalm 55. Having trust that God's justice will prevail. And yes, it will. We may not understand it. It may not be in the time frame that we want it to be in, but we need to be patient with it and we need to trust in God. He has it. We just have to be diligent and patient and keep fighting the good fight on our end to the best of our ability. That's all there is to it. With that, I say, let's pray. And then I actually got one little thing I want to play before we play the uh, close out of the song or uh, of the show. So Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for another day and thank you for revealing the truth as and and help us in helping us sift through the lies because we know that in this informational war that we have been entrenched in over the last well several years now the wrong people are trying to really deceive and steer
1: a lot of good people astray
3: we know you have our backs we know that you got our best interest in your mind and heart. We thank you for all that you do. We thank you for guiding us and continue to guide us. We ask that you help us in leading our thoughts, guide our words, guide our actions. And we ask more importantly, we ask for your forgiveness too, for our transgressions. We know we're not a perfect people, but we know that we perfectly try to follow you we try to be obedient to you we know all things work in your timing as we're often reminded that you are never late but you
1: are always on time
3: and as rietta adds into the prayer here father we come before you asking for justice not revenge lord we ask that those who come against us will repent Amen to that. Father, we know this is a spiritual battle and that you already have the victory. Thank you, Lord. Bless the assembly in each state and help us to do your perfect will. And we pray
1: all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen.
3: Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Before I play a song, I'm, so I'm going to play a song that I already played. It is by Swedish House Mafia, Don't You Worry, Child. I just felt like I wanted to play that one again. And I'll be honest with you, I ran out of time and couldn't find a good song to download. Um, so I'm going to play something I already have in my playlist, but I really like this song. I really enjoy this song. Um, but, but first, somebody... <laughs> Somebody within the Michigan Assembly sent this to me. They're like, "Okay, here's a comedy break for you. Give this a listen." Now it's only two and a half minutes long. It's called the Husband Store. Okay, the hilarious journey to finding the perfect man. It's called the Husband Store. Listen to this.
5: Hey ladies, did you know that they have opened up a new store in New York City? Anybody heard about the new store in New York City? It's called the Husband Store. And you can go there and shop for a husband. There are six floors in this store. <laughs> you can only visit each floor one time, though. And each floor you go up, the value increases. You may choose any item from any particular floor, but you cannot, you can go up a floor, but you cannot go back down. So there was a woman who went to the husband's store to find herself a husband. On the first floor, the sign on the door read, these men have jobs. That sounded good. These men have jobs. Floor two says, these men have jobs and love kids. Floor number three said, these men have jobs, love kids, and are extremely good looking. Wow, she thought, this is sounding pretty good, but I'm compelled to go on to the next floor. Well, she does go to the fourth floor and the sign reads, these men have jobs, love kids, are drop dead, good looking, and they help with the housework. Oh, mercy me, she said. I can hardly stand it. Still, she said, I've got to go on. She went to the fifth floor. These men have jobs, love kids, are drop dead gorgeous, help with the housework, and have a very strong romantic streak. But she couldn't stand it. She decided she had to just find out what was on floor number six. Floor number six said you are visitor thirty-one million four hundred and fifty-six to this floor. There are no men on this floor. This floor exists solely as proof that women are impossible to please.
3: I love it. I love it. When I heard that, I was like, that is freaking hilarious. That is just absolutely good and uh oh yeah i just i I just absolutely thought that was enjoyable so i figured i'd share that all with you guys i told him i said you know what that is so funny i'm actually going to share that on the podcast i really am that is funny because it's you know i don't want to say it's so true because i'm sure it's not true for every woman but listen judging by the laughter and all this other stuff i'm I'm seeing you know it's true with a lot of a lot of women (laughs) so i hope you all have a great day, great night, wherever you're at in the world, all right? Remember, eyes on Christ, eyes on God. Seek him always, and he will f- help you discern the truth, okay? He will help you find and discern the truth. He will help you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. You just have to be open to him. That's all there is to it. Be open to him. Invite him into your life. Invite him into your marriage, into your home, into your how you parent, how you conduct yourself at work. Invite him on in all aspects of your life. Very important. Very important. Okay. Oscar says, glad my wife stopped at the first floor. I told my wife, I said, yeah, sorry. You, you stopped at the second floor. (laughs) I am not extremely good looking or romantic or, or whatever else he said. I was like, yeah, no. I mean, I will help with some of the house chores, uh, forget dishes. I absolutely hate dishes, but I'll vacuum. I will cut the grass and, You know, I will do all that stuff, but I absolutely hate laundry and I hate dishes. Absolutely hate them both. So, yeah, she basically, she all in all, she stopped at the at the second floor. (laughs) So anyways, I hope you all have a great day. Great night. And uh, again, this song I'm going to be playing is by Swedish House Mafia. Don't you worry, child. And we will see you back here um, tomorrow I won't be on the air, but we'll be back on, I think I'd say Friday. Mm, I'm not sure what time on Friday. Cause I am working on Friday. This is, a, this is a very big week for work for me. Um, so I will definitely not be on the air tomorrow. Um, if I am on the air on Friday, I'm just not sure yet. Okay. It's like I said, very, very, very busy week this week. I'm working six days with one day off on Saturday. I, I just don't have really much time this week. So Um, And got a lot of errands I need to run. So um, I hope you have a good day, and we will be back here hopefully Friday. God bless, ladies and gentlemen.
0: There was a time I used to look into my father's eyes in a happy home. I was a king, I had a golden throne. Those days are gone, now the memories on the wall. I hear the songs from the places where I was born upon that hill across the The time I met a girl of a different kind. We rule the world. I thought I'd never lose her outside. We were so young. I think of her now.
2: Ladies and, gentlemen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. We are firm. We are steadfast. And we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time. It is up to people like you and I to hold that line. They've crossed the line way too many times and it is time for us to stand up this republic and get after it. We gotta do this for God. We gotta do this for our families. We gotta do this for America, for the voiceless. It's time to get after, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the show.
4: Don't be rude.
2: Don't forget to check out the website, www.hisheartline.com. And if you want to know more about how to get involved with your assembly, go to www.national-assembly.net. That's www.national-assembly.net. It's time to get active, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go.
4: You are fake news. Go ahead. We have losers. We have losers. say China. Thank
2: you Thank for joining you us here at His Heartline. Heart we'll see, see you back, back here next time. time.
4: feeling is going to be beautiful but i will see you tomorrow and i'm going to be cheering you on you're going to cheer me on but i'm going to be cheering you on because what we've done is so special all over the world they're talking about it all over the world